This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Welcome, Lori and Julia show for your Monday here on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Did uh, either of you uh, go outside last night to see the Super Blood Wolf movie? I was driving. I, I to saw, see it. I just saw really? a full moon. I didn't see oh, the yeah. color. Pretty cool. Did you see the colors, Donnie? I didn't really see the the, the the blood color. Yeah, they were showing images on the morning news yeah. programs, and there were some pretty incredible yes, pictures yes. that people right. got where oh, it was gorgeous. really visible and very yes, red. And gorgeous. I was watching Saturday Night Live Weekend Update, and uh, the, oh, they uh, talked about it. Didn't they they yeah. talked about the Super Blood Wolf Moon, and he said Super Blood Wolf Moon, which I thought was the name of the band that just appeared on our show. Oh, <laughs> great. yeah, that was <laughs> Greta Van, Van Fleet. Fleet oh. yes. I'd never seen that band. They were so good. Yeah. What are they called? Greta Van, Greta Van Fleet. Fleet. You're oh. the one. I kind of Led Zeppelin-ish. Yeah. The, the really? young guy. The, yeah. There are three brothers, and then the drummer, beautiful. But the lead singer is 19, and his twin brothers are like 22. They play the guitar. Really? Oh, yeah. They were really good. Very, Very Led Zeppelin-y. Yes, indeed. But really, they look like it. I mean, they. he kind of had that 60s outfit on, the oh, macrame. Yeah. Rope sandals yeah. that I haven't seen in like forever. I feel like my Uncle Tom is I love that. Yeah. Anyway, and now I finally, you know, got to see them because remember last year we were at something and people were texting us, you better tell me you're at this Greta Van Fleet concert yes, at the I Palace. Yes, I do. Yes. we're like, no, we're not. Ah. Anyway. I, we missed it. Yeah. But um, anyway, they performed on, um, did you watch any of SNL with Rachel? I watched the beginning part with Keenan and Trump, Deal or No Deal. Yeah. And that's really all I watched. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, with the Producers Guild last night, we posted the fashion such as it was. It's not a televised award show, so no one's really, you know, nobody's breaking out their best gown. Um, we were absolutely uh, just like, what? in the Sam Hill is going on with mm-hmm. Emma Stone's stylist, hairstylist, makeup artist. I can't stand it. She's the most beautiful woman, but it's like no one cares. She wears dowdy, drippy, oversized dresses. And we're talking about BB Rex and not having dresses. She could get uh, the ones that uh, Emma Stone are wearing. Oh, jeez, Louise. Anyway, but with Green Book winning. It did again. It did again. It, and the It's pro- becoming an Oscar favorite after winning the Producers Guild. Yeah, they have 8,200... Uh, members, they have matched the Oscar for Best Picture in 20 of its 29 years. Yes, that comes out to 69%. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, they got it, um, you know, uh, the year that the Producers Guild, La La Land, and The Big Short, and the Oscar went to Moonlight and Spotlight, but they've matched in the previous eight years. So that really puts Green Book as the Best Picture mm-hmm. front runner. And, uh, it's overcome a quartet of controversies, Green Book has, yes. and we're getting the Oscar noms tomorrow, so um, we'll we'll see what One happens. One of the things that was surprising to me is when, after watching, I loved Green Book. I just really, I loved everything about that movie, um, 
and I've seen Star is Born. I've seen Bohemian Rhapsody. I've seen Black Panther. I've seen Roma, which I couldn't stand mm-hmm. just because it's not my type of movie. Um, I think it's just a feel-good movie. But better than A Star is Born? It's different, Lori. Yeah, st- it is. It is. It's yeah. just different. And, and in a way, well, I know, but in I mean, a way, I'm just going to say yes. Oh, dear. It makes me very sad. I, I know it. I know. I really don't think. But one of the surprising things that I saw is that Octavia Spencer what is an executive producer on it. Did, and oh. I didn't know that, Donnie. Oh. Did you know I that? No, I did not know that. No, she was because she's not in it at all. No. And um, she ended up being an executive producer Ooh. on it. Mm. And it's just. Well, they should put that out there because there are four controversies, you know, uh, that they have with this movie. Green right, book, the problems, but with they're, it. it. It seems like they're not bothering anybody. Well, maybe not, but I'm just saying that you know Octavia might want to get out there when they start Oscar mm. voting, yeah, yeah. because Farrelly, the director, was you know had to apologize for his genital flashing mm-hmm. in movies that he did something about Mary and and it was hard, you know, the director because he Peter Farrelly directed Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, it was extremely hard for him. To cast who he cast like Viggo Morrison's kind of like uh, you know yeah I don't want to work on a Dumb and Dumber, um, but fairly talked him into it and said you can do it and I I don't know Oct- here's the part um, when Don Shirley here's died they asked Octavia Spencer to be an executive producer adding her point of view to Ali which is the main character would be helpful. They were concerned about the perception, you know, of the movie. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Yeah, they didn't want it to be the white she, saviors. It, they thing. didn't want it yeah, to be racist. I, I get it. I get mm-hmm. that. They wanted it, um, you know, they kept, she told them to take out some of the troubling scenes. Yeah. I don't know. I really like this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. So, okay. So I think. Other yeah. movies that, you know, I mean, so it's all against the same movies that we've seen all, you know, it is. Crazy Rich Asians, Stars Born Vice, The Favorite, A Quiet Place, Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Roma. Mm-hmm. Uh, FX, uh, the Producers Guild gave the Americans for their last season that won the best uh, television show, so that was kind of good. And right. Johnny Versace won, and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel one and so that but anyway yeah they've recalculated the odds now and um where are they at well green book is the favorite now it for really, best picture it kind of is and tracy ellis ross and kumal najinji are Najani. going johnny are going to be announcing it tomorrow morning at seven twenty a.m so yeah. it'll probably be on some of the morning shows GMA will yeah. have it live yeah. they'll cut away mm-hmm. light and then Donnie posted the Razzies, but how about if Melissa McCarthy, it'll be like, this has happened before where yes, she gets yes. nominated. If she gets a nomination for, um, have you really seen me? Can you ever forgive me? Can you ever forgive right. me? Thank you. That easy <laughs> title to remember. And then that other, cause she's, she got a nod for a Razzie for that, um, uh, oh, the happy that time pup- murders. Yeah. The puppet movie. Mm-hmm. And did anyone see that? No. no, no, it's hard to go and see something that zero, like Gotti, John Travolta got a nomination, Johnny, Depp for Sherlock Gnomes. That's a voice. I know. And then Will Ferrell for, you know, Holmes and Watson. And Amber Heard got it for a movie that we don't even know has been opened. (laughs) Right. Of course, Jennifer Garner for Peppermint. Dame Helen Mirren for Winchester. I'm going to see Peppermint when it comes to DVD. Just when it comes to DVD. All right. right. Winchester was 
Not good movie. Not oh, good. and we were excited no. about that movie. No. I know. And then Amanda Seyfried got nominated for a Razzie for The Clapper, which is just in and of itself a terrible title I of a movie. I didn't even know that movie. Yeah, I know. I you lived know, in a house once. That had... Oh, the clap on, clap on. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I think Sandra Bullock one year got nominated in both. Yeah, she's Halle Berry has got yeah. nominated in people, both. Yeah. You know, you don't always, you're not always in a hit. No. No, that is very, but anyway, very green, true. Uh, Bruce Willis got it for Death Wish. Donald uh, Trump is himself in two different documentaries. Yeah. We're supporting uh, Kellyanne Conway as herself in Fahrenheit 11.9. Did anyone see that? The no. Michael Moore? No. no. Um, Marsha Gay Harden for Fifty Shades Freed. I never even saw that. was number three. I never saw it once. And Kelly Preston for Gotti. Oh, great. Husband and wife team. Yeah, it's a husband and wife team. That's <laughs> definitely yeah. it. And worst director, poor Kevin Conley from Montrage. Got it for Gotti. And anyway. That's all right. Yeah, I know. It's That's, something. It's the day before the your name is o- in the paper. That's right. They always come out the day before the Oscar nominations. I, I don't know. I don't know what surprises we're going to get. I certainly hope Crazy Rich Asians gets a nod for Best Picture. Absolutely. Um, you know. I and, don't want it to be all Roma. the... I don't want it to be Roma. I really don't. No. I Do really you, don't. And I don't. Mary Poppins returns for Best Picture. The Oscar odds are 50 to 1. I know. No, not at and, all. And, and, and that was just a good, solid The beat. thing is, yeah. with Star is Born, it just keeps going down in the rating, you know, in the odds. Yeah, I you know. know? As, as it keeps not winning anything. And Lady Gaga's odds are way down for winning now Best Actress because... Glenn Close. Glenn Close... If she gets nominated tomorrow for The Wife, she will be the most nominated non-winning actress in Oscar history with eight nominations. So she's also of the eight, you know, she's 71 or two or whatever she is. And so she could get the, you know. It's your turn. The de facto Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, people who saw that said she was amazing. She is. I, I was I was amazed by her. Would you vote for her over Lady Gaga? You would, I would if you were voting. Danny, and you agree with Green Book over Star is Born? Oh, it is so hard to. They're two different You have to vote for her best picture. I'm going to vote for Green Book because I felt more touched so yeah. by I. what I saw okay. on screen. And I didn't yeah. need to. I didn't look at my watch. No, not at all. The, you, I fell into the picture. Yeah. I let it take me for a ride. Yeah, well, and that's what I want. You know, out of the movies. Yeah. Did you look at your watch during Star is Born? Was that one of your criticisms mm-hmm. on that one? It was too mm-hmm. long? I got up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a pretty low bar if we're going to use I, that well, as that, the... But I mean, for me personally, I just was moved. Yeah. And, you know, that makes that really makes me like a movie or not make Yeah, a movie. but we cried and cried over Star is Born. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you didn't cry? I thought, it, Lori, it wasn't. I still love the Star is Born with Barbara Streisand. Oh, Mm-hmm. I love Stars Born, but I don't have this passionate feeling that? that I want to see it again. Do you think I hate th- the ending? Yeah, he mm-hmm. could have driven off. I hate him mm-hmm. dying by you know don't how he say. how dip, he dip, dies. Dip, dip, dip. But that was yeah, ruin it for everybody. I, well, he dies in the end. Everyone knows that it's yeah. the same story. The four times they've made it, Every, the guy true. dies. But yeah. I didn't like how he died. Right. And I thought it was just a little too long for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I'm being maybe a Oscar uh, voters are going to feel the same way. And it came out, uh, and then they didn't. That ending was so shocking. And if they have any fondness or affinity for the Chris Christopherson Barbara Streisand, and then Lady Gaga really bugged people. 
with her. Yeah, yeah, she did. There are a hundred people in a room. She told that yeah, way. Yeah. Entertainment Tonight did a clip of her. She said it like a hundred times, a hundred times. Right. That story, and it felt like she was acting that part. Oh dear. And it was yeah. That was what. Oh dear, Lori. They, they, they're saying, oh, there might be. Uh, but let me ask you fatigue, this, okay? Even though you know. Okay, so of the winners, you've seen Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. Star is Born. You're way ahead of me. You're All right, what else have you seen? You've seen Black Klansman. You've yes. seen Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. What? I haven't seen If Beale Street Could Talk. I know either. Vibe, but of those, I saw four, First Man. But of that those, better not get a best picture. But Lori, of those mm. four, Bohemian Rhapsody, Star is Born, Crazy Rich Asians, and um, Black um, Black Panther, which would you say is Oscar worthy? I just Star is Born. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to stick by my belief that Oscar, in the leading acting category, yeah, does not give awards to first time nominees. Well, that's just they do in supporting they, categories, yeah, but they tend not to do it in uh. lead. Rolls. Jeez. It's the history. Is it? It's yeah. the history. There it is written. There it is done. That's what, right. did, what did Charles Essen <laughs> say when he played Moses? Where it's written, that is done. <laughs> there you go. Whatever right. he used to say. All right, we come back. We got Holly in the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly has eyes and Holly has dirt. That is yes. what we just learned. Tell us what you got. <laughs> yes, those are true, and so I shall use my eyes to read you some dirt. Now, coming from the world of music, ABBA fans got really excited last year, last April. We got word that ABBA was going to make two new songs. Then in September of 2018, they announced that project was delayed until 2019. Well, now it's being delayed even further. We're not going to get new ABBA music until at least the fall of 2019. I know everyone is really upset. What are we going to do? Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. I, feel I like I'm am be okay. depressed. Damn, making Blue Monday even worse. <laughs> I know. Well, in a separate interview, uh, Benny Anderson says the group could record a third song, so maybe it will be worth the wait. It'd be interesting to see what ABBA would sound like in 2019. I guess. I have no idea what I'm, that would be. I'm fine with just playing my old ABBA. Same. <laughs> I don't know that we need any, anything new. Yeah. Uh, well, the two new songs that we're expected to get in the fall are called I Still Have Faith in You and Don't Shut Me Down. So if you're an ABBA fan, all right, you'll have to wait. Ryan Reynolds. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's canceled surgery on his arm to go to China to promote Deadpool 2. So this is a really big darn deal to get Deadpool released in China. So they had to recut the movie, make it PG-13, not rated R. Of course, Deadpool noted for its graphic violence. Yes, and, and its, swear words. And its swear words, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time that Deadpool has passed China's strict censorship standards. So that means Ryan Reynolds got his butt on a plane in order to get people to go to this movie. So it's well, a really well, good well, will, will Chinese people get that humor? That yeah. kind of... You know what I mean? Yes. Irreverent humor in that way. Will it translate? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, they have to see because they haven't had a Deadpool movie over in China. So this is the first time it's going to happen. But I think he wants the revenue. Oh, of course course. he does. And so does the studio. Get your butt over there. Yeah. I mean, he injured his left arm shooting Deadpool 2. He was scheduled to have surgery in New York on Sunday morning. But then he skipped the appointment because he said this was way more important going to China. He said, I'm not going to miss coming to Beijing to sell this movie. We got the Warner okay. Brother jet at Teterboro. Get going. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, man. To fly on the private jet. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, some people were taking private jets to the horrible fire festival that happened in 2017. Two documentaries airing over the weekend, one on Netflix, one on Hulu about the fire festival. And I know you guys went in depth on mm-hmm. this on Friday talking right. about this. Now, over the weekend, one of the restaurateurs who lost all of her personal savings because of the fire festival, well, she is the recipient of over $100,000 from an online fundraiser. Her name is Mary Ann, and she said that she sunk all of her savings into catering the fire festival and she never got her money back. Wow. Can you believe sinking your entire life savings into that? She said, I pushed myself to the limit back in April of 2017, catering no less than a thousand meals per day. She said that she was pleading on a GoFundMe page that it's hard to believe and embarrassing to admit that I was not paid. I was wow. left in a big hole. My fire or my life was changed forever and my credit was ruined right. by the fire Festival. Now, by today, this afternoon, Page Six reporting that our GoFundMe page has racked up over $139,000. So, <laughs> yeah, even Ja Rule, who is a, was a founder, yeah. a co- part of the fire Festival, he even tweeted out, my heart goes out to this lovely lady. Because Ja Rule is going on Twitter to defend himself and his relationship right. with the fire Festival. He's like, I, I didn't even get paid either. Now we shall see. No, I haven't right. watched these documentaries. Mm-hmm. I would love to watch one. I might watch one tonight, like you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, because I've read from credible sources, people that I trust, critics on, on Twitter they, saying... People like these documentaries. Yeah, they like them. Good. Yeah. yeah, and that one compliments the other, and they will give a picture of what happened if you watch both of them together. I watched The Bad Seed and the Nellie Bly <laughs> story on Lifetime yesterday, which Christina Ritchie... Nellie Bly, she's the woman who... Uh, went undercover. She's the first person to do an undercover journalism assignment, and she went to the lunatic asylum, which is now Roosevelt Island, is where it was. And Nellie Bly did ten days in this insane this uh, the sanatorium, right? Where they put women to to 
uncover all the bad stuff they were doing. Christina Ricci was in it. Judith Light. How long did this come out? Yeah, when was this new? Like last week. Oh, yeah, so it's, it's new. new. Really? Where does one watch this? Yeah, on Lifetime. On Lifetime. Right. On Lifetime. I thought you were talking about the 50s movie, The Bad Seed, with the little well, kids. Well, it's, it's a was... remake of The Bad Seed, and Rob Lowe was in it, and it's on oh, Lifetime. Oh, it's my fantastic. gosh. That sounds absolutely cheesy. But the Nellie Bly was kind of good, because I had forgotten about her as a... You know, right. woman who like went did the first undercover journalism assignment. She barely got out of there. Oh my gosh! Okay, well maybe what was that called? The Nellie Bly story. <laughs> I know Bly it's honest story. to me. Oh or my gosh! Or you can gosh. watch tennis. Yeah. yeah, or you can watch tennis. Exactly. Um, at the box office over the weekend, Glassy and Night Shyamalan movie was tops forty point six million dollars earned. The upside number three, and then the anime movie Dragon Ball Super Brawly making ten million dollars in third place. Kids are bored and yeah. they want to go and do something. It's mm-hmm. cold outside. So that happened. Um, also, something that happened last night, Lady Gaga, apparently her jazz and piano residency at the Park MGM is fantastic. Variety saying that it's a highlight of her career, wow. that performance last night. And that woman has been around. Tony Bennett joined her on stage. Yes. And we have the photos, I believe, on the website, mytalk1071.com. Yeah. We the just heard back page. from David Lozinski, who mm-hmm. was there. Uh, oh, really? And, and he was up close. And... Mm-hmm. And he said just landed. It was so fun. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Oh, and of course, this is the Las Vegas residency where Lady Gaga is performing the Great American Songbook. Tony Bennett joined her on stage, her old duet partner. We looked up tickets. 30 piece orchestra. Oh, my Uh God. And you looked up tickets and Mm -hmm. to stand, $945 to sit on the main floor. It's about. Fourteen hundred bucks a piece. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. She's <laughs> amazing. Well, because I think she's only doing ten of these. She's doing jazz the limited dates. ones. Those are the ones There's I looked more at. more of her pop. Yeah. Um, oh her regular gosh. show, but well, the still. next time I go to Vegas, I gotta find a whale to hook up mm-hmm. with, and then the show will be comped. No kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, so fantastic all around. Again, she is performing uh, very limited amounts of these shows, and I think the next time Lady Gaga's doing jazz and piano will be on Sunday. February 3rd. If you just happen to be in Vegas and you happen to meet a whale who gets lots of comps. Yeah, I'm surprised she's doing no, it Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, well, a little counter-programming, I yeah. suppose. Yes. So mm-hmm. if you you know you don't want to watch the game, you can go and watch Lady Gaga. And then finally, before because we... Because remember we talked, it's a busy weekend in Vegas. Yeah, it is. Oh my gosh, goodness. Yeah, I was there on Super Bowl That's Sunday. That's Yeah, and it, it was Pats fans and Eagles fans drunkenly strolling Las Vegas Boulevard. <laughs> that was not obnoxious at all. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, that would probably mm-hmm. be not the night to be walking up and down the street. Right. No, I'm surprised that I got out of there alive. Alive. Alright, what's uh, what's happening on the roads? What's happening out there? Not much not because much. It's it is a, it's a holiday, you know, so a lot of people have the day off, but there are uh, some places to, of note out there, 494 Northbound, some debris on the roadway in Plymouth between Rockford Road and Schmidt Lake Road, also 94 Westbound to get more debris on the road. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid, or make void the topic. All right. Little Sex Monday fact for you. With the, after three or four months of having a crush on someone and dating them, you either fall in love with that person or you become interested in somebody else. Three or four months. Three or four months. Yeah. So that's when you know. If you're not interested and it's been three or four months, 
Know that your eyeballs are going to start wandering. And know if you say, oh my gosh, I'm in love with them. And people are like, it's only been three or four months. How do you know? That is You're when not you know. abnormal. That's right. Okay, this I thought was very interesting. Science explains why women love to roll their eyes. Oh, <laughs> this okay. is fast. Do you want to hear this? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So if you're an well, eye roller. Yeah, if you're someone who knows how to deliver a perfectly timed eye roll, it feels glorious when you do and when you lay out an eye roll at just the right time. And hopefully you're not caught by someone. <laughs> well, no, part of eye rolling is uh, they see it. Um, because, uh, But here's the crazy part. Science suggests that women started eye rolling as an evolutionary means of asserting our dominance over other women. Really? This, Which was not was, I, was no. the answer I was expecting. I always thought it was a defense mechanism to, you know, get rid of people that you... Are sick of. Are suitors that I'm you done don't with want. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me break it down for you. In 2013, the University of Ottawa published a paper explaining that a woman's survival is directly linked to the survival of her children. As a species, women often avoid engaging in tactics involving direct aggression in order to protect our physical well-being so we can continue to be there for our kids. Instead, um, you know, um, and somehow when you do the classic eye roll, if you need to dismiss somebody, that is a very good way of doing indirect aggression. Well, yeah. Yeah. 100%. And it it evolved to help women attract and secure a maid. If a woman came face-to-face with a competitor, for instance, a seemingly more attractive female, she could easily reinforce her status as boss bitch. Mm-hmm. With a mere flicker of her eyes, all of a sudden, high school is making more sense. I dismiss her. Um, and Valencourt's this researcher from the University of Ottawa, also suggests that when it comes to eye rolls, women are more sensitive uh, than men, stating that an eye roll can trigger our fight or flight system. And um, I mean, to be honest, it's kind of like disheartening in one way to think, okay, the eye roll uh, came for a desire for male attention. Mm-hmm. But... Can't lie. I mean, a nasty eye roll is, you know, yeah. it's well served, even mm-hmm. if it's moved on to other purposes. Mm-hmm. So that's a way for women to be indirectly aggressive. It all comes back to the caveman. Oh, yeah. Well, I believe instinct. that. Yeah. Jeez. I believe that. And I, because I, I sometimes use an eye roll when someone's talking. And I'm like, oh, dear, bread and beer. Like, you and I will look at each other. Yeah. Like, help. Yeah. And and then we, without saying anything. No, it's just without saying anything. And I everything. always, I wouldn't want the person talking to see it. You're exactly. I don't want to be caught. You don't want to be caught <laughs> no. out. No. On some of these things. No. All yeah, right. Eye rolls and sex. Okay. Um, so, a Tell lot it. of people didn't feel ready the first time they had sex. So, a lot of this is in their life, like when they were young. This is a research published in the BMJ, Sexual and Reproductive Health Quarterly Magazine. Mm -hmm. It reveals that four out of 10 women, so that's just under 40%, and one in four men, so that's about 26%, didn't feel that the first time they had sex happened at the right time. And there were 3,000 people between the ages of 17 and 24 who were asked about losing their virginity. And um, they were asked, were you both, you and your partner both wanting to have sex right. at the same time? Whether the decision felt like your own, did you use contraception, and did you feel ready? 
to have sex. Yes. And um, so, of course, anyone who said it was the right time, they had consent, they had autonomy, they right. had contraception, they were ready. But one in five women, uh, yeah, they they were just like, yeah, the 40%, no, it wasn't the right time. I felt pressured into is it. That, is that I wanted to get rid said? of it. Um, yeah. People who are in stable relationships or what you perceive to be a stable relationship, your first high school boyfriend or girlfriend, okay. if that's or what college. it is, or college, tend to have a positive, more positive first-time experience and the people who are just trying to get rid of it. Okay, that's a study of, of duh. Yeah, I know. Oh, for crying out I know. loud. I know. Right, give us something hey, But more. young women who discuss sex with their parents or had sex education at school were more likely to say, yep, they felt ready. So it's not just as simple as telling people to wait. You know, you need to know about it. Yeah, you need to know about it. Okay. Pros and the cons. Oh, boy. Here's another d- new dating terms for people to know. Okay, give them to the me. The modern dating climate. Okay, give ma'am. Pocketing, cookie jarring, and U-turning and orbiting. Okay. <laughs> Those are Pocketing, the f- pocketing. Means, uh, pocketing means I'm just going to put you in my pocket and take you out if I want you later. It's sort of similar to the bench. Yeah. Having people on yeah. the bench. That's I'll just keep her in my pocket. Someone is Him dating my you, pocket. but it knows it's never going to get serious, so you never meet their friends or family. Right. They, you're just in the pocket, the sex okay. pocket, if yep. you will. What's the next okay. one? Cookie jarring. So I think pocketing is just a new word for the bench. Yeah. Cookie jar sounds like exciting. It sounds something good. Well, that's when someone treats you as a backup option while they date other people. Every hmm. once in a while, they'll metaphorically pull you out of the cookie jar. What's the difference but of being only, pulled out of the pick cookie jar or the pocket? Well, because you're just the backup option. So you only hear from this person, you know, every four to six weeks. Oh, for You know, God. it's like you don't, you wait and wait and wait. And the other person, well, I don't have anybody, so I'll pull in. Pull into the old cookie jar. You're better in a better position in the pocket than the cookie jar. I, oh, is that okay? <laughs> I was wondering which one was better. Yeah, the See, pocket is the better way you than explained the cookie it, jar. I would think the cookie jar was better. All right. No, no, no. So the pocket, you do make it out of the pocket at some point if you're a pocketer. Yeah. All right. But you know, and maybe you both know, and you're both happy with each other being in each other's pocket. Okay. The cookie jar, you don't want to be the cookie jar because then you misinterpret. Oh, see, I think if you're cookie, you're sweet. You're fine. No, no. You're yummy. Yeah, but you're up on a shelf and you're only being taken out every once in a while when nobody else will go out with you. So, you know, that person calls you. You don't want to be cookie jarred. Okay. Okay, U-turning. That's when you start dating someone and you really like them. But then you find out some detail about them that means you have to abruptly end things. Like a criminal record or a secret family oh, or they're married. They're married. Got yeah. It, you it. do okay. a complete. You hit the brakes. Yeah. You hit the brakes and you do a rapid, a rapid U-turn. U-turn. All right. Yeah. Okay. And then orbiting. <laughs> it means just, just you close in on someone. There's That's, someone you like, but you don't make direct contact, but you're get you know, you need to find out of stuff and sort of circling them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh when yeah, so when it's bad, it's bad. When you're orbiting, um, you know, and somebody's Are you a stalker? Well, no, it isn't that. It's just you're kind of trying to keep tabs on someone that you used to like or that you maybe dated for a little period of time and then you kind of are going back to see what's going on with them because you kind of liked somebody else and then you know what i mean so you're just sort of circling back around to check out your options you liking each other liking there's something on instagram you're just kind of it's i feel like orbiting is 
going to just keep you in a shadow version of a relationship. It's not a good time. All right, very good. It's not a good thing to be orbiting. No. Okay? But it's an option sometimes. It is an option. I get that. It is an option. So there you go. We learned that today. We learned nothing. (sighs) Well, I know. Give me something. Yeah, well, what makes a man cheat a college education? (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Are you kidding me? Why is that? I don't know. This research from Stockholm University, they track Danish couples who, who... had gotten married between 1981 and 2002. Okay. College-educated men were the most likely to carry on an affair, but the reverse was not true for college-educated women. They found bartenders and restaurant workers were the most likely to cheat with colleagues and that the people, the professions least likely to stray, farmers, librarians, and chemists. (laughs) Farmers, librarians, and chemists. And also in the restaurant business, just like the headhunting business, inspires more affairs because employees spend more time with their colleagues of the opposite sex. At night, yeah. That's right. Uh, With alcohol. That's right. Um, uh, This analysis is the first of its kind in proving that both sexes are more likely to cheat if they work in offices with more of the opposite sex, but is especially true for dudes. Hmm. And they, 215,000 couples they looked at. Wow. And uh, then the uh, Occidental College in California, they found that more opposite sex partners in the work sector were associated with higher risk of infidelity among men, but not for women. In what sector? Just if there are more, oh, if there's okay. more uh, opposite sex partners oh, in whatever okay. line of business you had. Um. And then uh, the CDC uh, did a report in 2012 that women with a bachelor's degree had a 78% chance of their marriage lasting 20 years or more. All right. This was in comparison with only 41% chance for women with just high school diplomas. So, a lot of a lot, Lori. Yeah, and the affair years, the prime affair okay. years, um, between the ages of 23 and 29, and then jumping back up at 32 to 37. When a partners are abundant, opportunities for mate switching may increase <laughs> and relationship stability I'm surprised. decreases. I'm surprised. I mean, I don't, the 20s, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 30s, I would think there'd be some 40s in there. Yeah. Jobs where guys outnumber, outnumbered by women include journalism, teaching, lab techs, therapists, editors, librarians, public relations, and insurance underwriters. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. Take with take from that anything you'd like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's a blue money. Don't marry a man with a college degree. <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. I guess. <laughs> All right, listen, when we come back. And we, don't roll your eyes. And, yeah. Or roll your eyes. <laughs> or roll your eyes. timed eye yeah. roll is yeah, right. just fine. All right, when we come back, we've got uh, some other headlines of the day. Um. for hanging out with us today on this Monday, Martin Luther King Day. He would have been 90 years old today. Uh, Here's some news. Uh, Michelle Obama's Becoming tops Amazon's bestseller list for 47 days. The longest a book has been at number one since 50 Shades of Grey 
in 2012. Wow. You know how many people have read that that just said it's just so inspiring. My mom read it. Yeah, I know so many other people that have read it that it's just amazing. Yeah, I I think I'm going to bring that. I'm going on a vacation here in a couple weeks. I think that's going to be one of my books. Since 1995, only seven other titles have enjoyed longer streaks at number one. Wow. And those books were four of the Harry Potter Wow. Books and the yeah. other three were the Da Vinci Code books. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that is that is unbelievable because you remember how everyone was reading those books. Yeah. Every single person. That is that's a feat. I mean, the book sold 1.4 million like in its first week. That's like amazing. And she's going to be at uh, London's O2 Arena, and she's coming here to the Excel. But that O2 Arena holds like twenty thousand. That's but amazing. It is I amazing. Mean, it's just kind of it's so cool, and I love that everybody. Um, you know, it doesn't matter what your politics are. She, here's this inspiring woman. Yeah, that really has. Yeah, done a lot, and she's kicking it off February eighth in Tacoma. Oh, oh, Tacoma Dome. The Tacoma Dome, okay. and well, it concludes from- May twelfth in Nashville with a stop here. Um, let's see. Did we get to everything we wanted to see? Today on our website, yeah, Dolly Parton, her style. Well, you got to look at Dolly Parton. I mean, Lori and I were just kind of floored looking back at her. She's just so lovely and beautiful. Dimples and boobs. Dimples and boobs boobs and tiny waist. Yeah, and she just looks so great. And also, um, all the outfits Lady Gaga wore at her opening night last night in Las Vegas. And... Gorgeous. She really really has a big style game. I like it. I yeah. like it. As opposed to As the, the style who, game that we see. Um, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Someone, Emma Stone, if anyone here she's in the Twin Cities is a stylist, style her. Why is she sad? Well, she's just going to things for the favorite, but, you know, it's not the high of La La Land. Well, the and, favorite is still up there. Yeah, yeah. but it's not going to win anything except for maybe Olivia Coleman might win something. I don't I know, know. But it's still going to get nominated and she's yeah, still going to go out all the parties. Yeah, she'll be at the SAG Awards. I mean, yeah. I hope she ups her fashion game for that. Someone um, has an, uh, there's an opening mm-hmm. for a stylist. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. On Emma Stone's team. Yes, on yeah. Emma Stone's team. Yes. Now, uh, Tom Brady taking the New England Patriots uh, to the Super Bowl for the ninth time. Yep. How did uh, your kids feel about this uh, mega event? This mega we haven't really event? talked about it, Casey. Well, my Bozeman family—they're all thrilled. They're thrilled. They've—they've they've been. You know, my nephew wrote a yeah. letter to Tom Brady when he was like nine. Yeah, you're the most amazing person in the yeah. world. Yeah. Where do you send it in care of the New England Patriots? I don't think his mom ever sent it, but we talked about it forever. Oh. Oh. I'd like to say she sent it. I'm just okay. going to say yes. Well, let's yeah. Do that. Casey was just like so worked up last night. He was just <laughs> really? like, uh, yeah, well, well, there was a good day of football. It I was mean, a good day of football. Everything went into overtime. The Saints are pissed because they got a bad, no one made a call. Yeah. yeah. So that's Nothing all the, can do. the yeah. conversations today. If you want to have some fun tonight and need to see sports, I'm going to give you the Australian Open. You just tape it. It's overnight. Yeah. Because I watched like the Serena match today and That's, she's she's going to win. Yeah. You think so? Oh, she's back. Boy, yeah. she is so good. I know. If you want to see what's so really good. happening in real time, you got to record it and then avoid your iPad or your I computer. Do. Yeah, I didn't know anything. Do. Senator Kamala Harris announced her yes. 2020 presidential run on GMA today. She's a senator of California. California. She, yeah. Right. Yep. Cardi B to Tommy Laren this weekend told her, leave me alone or I will dog walk you. 
Who is Tommy Lahren? <laughs> oh, she's like uh, Ann Coulter Jr. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Trying to, she was trying to leave cool, me alone or I'll dog walk, walk you. you. Yeah, which basically means she'll whoop your ass. Um, let's see. Ariana Grande has been accused of plagiarizing and appropriating for seven rings, oh, and no. it's not from the Sound of Music people. It's from another artist. We, we mentioned that on Friday, I think. And that I listened to that other song. Are you, is, and? It's. Oh, it is similar? She's going to have to answer to that one. Ooh. All right. Yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, let's see. Oh, Jessica Simpson's third child will be a, be a girl, and she said they're naming her Birdie Johnson. I grew up with a Birdie. You did? In St. Paul. Yeah. It's a great name. Yeah. Birdie. Yeah. Birdie. Sounds like, like a lady of, of a certain age would be called. No, yeah. but everyone's born getting, of a certain No, but everyone's age. getting these old names back. Yeah. I mean, you're seeing. Birdie? I love Birdie. That's Birdie a sounds name. like a nickname, not a real mm. name. Well, yeah. It doesn't bug me. I mean, there's like, there's this tennis player. Her name is Ashley. I can't think of what her last yeah. name was, but she won. And they just call her Ash. I mean, so she's a female tennis player, and her name is Ash Clone or whatever. Okay. Ash Davis, I think. I mean, people, Ash that's, for, you yeah, know, that's, Birdie. That's I, I think yeah, Birdie's cute. cute. All right. The Birdie I knew growing up, she's a, she was good. She was good. Uh, the buzz about that Netflix, Donnie posted this last week, the Velvet Buzzsaw, the movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. That's going to be on Netflix where the art it? comes out. Yeah. Well, it comes out on February 1st. They said that will be the bird box for February. Really? When that comes out, velvet people will be doing the velvet buzzsaw challenge, whatever what? that's going to be. Oh God! <laughs> so because it's like it looks like a creepy, spooky movie, right. and so they said that January was Bird Box on Netflix. February will be Velvet Buzzsaw. So do you know who has a? I knew that name sounded familiar. Who has a child named Birdie? But Bu- Busy Phillips. Busy Phillips. Yeah. yeah, it's a cute, yeah. cute name. It's a darling name. Uh, the Sun across the pond broke the news that Brad Pitt and Charlize Theron are the hot new couple of 2019. And if they're dating, we agree. Yeah, we, we agree. We agree 100% yeah. if this is true. It is. The Bachelor's on tonight. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.